Hey, before we get into today's episode, we got to talk about our amazing sponsors. First off, starting off with High Bank Distillery, located in Grandview, Ohio, right across from the Grandview Yard. High Bank distills all their own spirits. We're talking about whiskey. We're talking about vodka. We're talking about gin, rum, you name it. They got it. Also award-winning, not just locally, but nationally. So check them out, highbankco.com for more details. They also have an incredible food menu. You will love it. Grandview, Ohio, right across from the Grandview Yard, highbankco.com for more details. Check them out. I'll also check out while you're at it on the interwebs, uh, Jennings Java, JenningsJava.com. Check out our own special roast over there. It's cannon powder. Shit is delicious. I drink it every morning on the way to work. Gets me going for my day. JenningsJava.com. Uh, the amazing guys over there. The coffee guys. Coffee guys. Making the best coffee in the city to keep you caffeinated. JenningsJava.com. Check them out. Absolutely. Also, we have our own merch shop, theartillery.com. Go buy that stuff. We're currently sold out of pretty much everything, but everything. You never know. You might find something. Doubt it. Um, all you know, everything's on a giant cargo ship in the Pacific Ocean. So we're just uh, we're waiting to restock things here. I feel like okay. that's a, yes. Yep. <laughs> we're gonna go with that as our excuse. Is that okay? That sounds fine right. to me. Shopyourartillery.com. Hey guys, it's everyone's favorite little boomer. Just wanted to congratulate you on 200 episodes, especially you, Jordan, since you've been there for all 200, including. All by myself, which wasn't as bad as the rest of the guys say it was. Congrats to you, Warren, for uh, maybe being there for 142 and doing 58 while from your trunk, which is interesting. And Kyle for jumping in for the last 150. Also, want to give a shout out to Ben and Austin for their solid 27 and 34 episodes. Do they really count anymore? But either way, it's been fun. Keep up the good work and do a little better planning with the watch parties. See you guys around. Congrats. Hey, Fifth Line, this is Greg Murray, the voice of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Artillery Podcast with Jordan, Warren, and Kyle. It's not too late to turn this off. They've got no idea what they're talking about. Uh, Honestly, I have no idea why I even agreed to do this intro for them. What's up, little boomers? Welcome into the podcast, episode 200. You love to hear it. Hello. Kyle's here. I am Kyle. Uh, Warren and Tyler, both dead in our trunks. Yep. Um, who do you have in your trunk? I don't remember. I don't remember either. I blacked out. I'm very foggy. Blacked out as well. That's here. fine. So, you know, it's whatever. Um, you know, they couldn't make it for episode 200. It's fine, but we're here, and we're going to have a good time. So that's all that matters. But uh, so we... Uh, we did a special thing. We did a couple weeks ago. Yes, blurry, very blurry. Don't remember much. Yeah, we tried. <laughs> we did. Uh, hey, thanks for everyone that came out. So we launched our very own beer at Crooked Cam Brewing in Hilliard, Ohio. Right. And we probably had, I'd say, about almost a hundred people show up. It was it was a good little. It crowd was a good for, turnout. Uh, we packed the bar. Everybody in that place yeah. was wearing something blue jackets. Oh, absolutely. I know Crooked Cam. They were very happy with the turnout. I think we, we, they said we went through like three kegs that night of our Raging Boomer beer. Yeah. Which you love to hear that. We have a beer. Raging Boomer. Crooked Cannon Hilliard, baby. That's crazy. They emailed me uh, recently, and they said that they put the beer on tap Friday night, which, is the, which was the debut of our beer. Right. Um, and we sold, we were the highest selling beer for the week, and they put it on Friday night. Probably, oh, for the whole, that for whole week. For the whole week, yeah. 
Wow. Like we outsold, we, we outsold everything that had been on tap prior to that, starting on like a Monday. And we're, it's a good, we're killing it, man. It's a good yeah. beer. It's it tastes delicious. Beer. It's, uh, it, 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 it's beer. It's a beer. It's a nice blueberry wheat, you and know? And we drink it. It's not, not an IPA. It's I not had some an IPA. people come up and been like, oh, I didn't think you guys were going to make another IPA. And it's not like, an IPA. Mm, excuse me. There's hops in IPA. there, but it doesn't taste hoppy at all. Right. It, you're right. It's a wheat beer yeah. with some blueberry puree. Uh, wonderful. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's delicious. It's not an IPA, you bunch of fucking snobs. <laughs> it's it's yeah. like... It's like you know how the light beer like s- three years ago was the like oh you're drinking light beer yeah. oh my god try this IPA now it's like oh my god you're drinking IPAs <laughs> try this yeah I try this micro a, uh, brewed wheat bullshit <laughs> fuck off yeah IPAs are getting a bad rap these these days which I know, love whatever. them I do too but I love our beer as well it's nice light and refreshing so I'm also a self proclaimed douchebag well everybody already knows that yes correct yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, we had a great time at Crooked Can. Thanks for having us out there at Crooked Can. Um, well, I'm sure we'll, we will be back soon. Um, but yeah, we will definitely. If I will die making this happen, if I have to, we definitely need to have another watch party at Crooked Can. Well, absolutely. This season, very hospitable over there. Yeah, they're great. You know, they nice people. Yeah, tip your bartenders well, please. Absolutely, because they're all awesome. Yeah, they all were. I don't remember any of their names. I don't remember anything from that night, actually. I don't either. I, I got a ride home. I did, too. Yep. My roommate drove me home. So just in case anybody was wondering. I, I, had, to wake yeah. up. I had to wake up the next morning to go to a funeral. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it sucks. But like, I, I was not well at the funeral. I was sitting right. there. Dead. I had like the anxiety thing. Yeah. Like, oh, I hate that. I was sitting there in, like, in this... In this you know, church. I'm like, oh god! Like, I oh. had the hangover shakes. It was all bad. I hate that. I'm I just got over my anxiety from my Vegas trip last week. Yeah, uh, like yesterday. Oh, dude, it's cra- it's crazy how like anxiety. It is. took three it's days. A, it's yeah, a thing, man, crazy. But anyways, shall we talk Blue Jackets? Maybe. I guess. I mean, we why? Can. I don't see why. Yeah, um, we're gonna actually we're gonna have a fun podcast here. Um, before we get into a couple of our segments, we can touch on a couple things that went down after or since our last podcast. Uh, first one being, so this one I wanted to bring up. It's it's a ways back. It's like a week and a half ago. I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off. Go ahead. Why do you have Wordle on the show flow? Be- oh, I forgot to talk about. I just Wordle. I got, I got, can we go back to that? I want to know what you what your thoughts are on that. I love Wordle. I don't even know what it is. Can I you explain it to me? I just now got hooked on it. Wordle. If you don't know what Wordle... It's already dead, though. The New York Times bought it. The New York Times it. bought it. We'll see what happens. It's, but I, I don't even I, know what that means. Is it an app? It's not an app. You just go to... You type in Wordle on Google, and then like you hit like the website link, and then it takes you to the actual page. I muted that. I muted Wordle on Twitter because I was tired of seeing it. Oh, it's so fantastic. Because I, I was tired of seeing it, seeing it, too. But then I was like, well, what is it? Let me let me see what it is, at least. Right. So I muted that right next to FunDip. But anyways, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just but, <laughs> uh No comment. But uh yeah, so I... I I finally played Wordle. I, I'm three for three now. For I've, those of I've you listening that, like myself, that don't have any idea how this works, can so you please explain it Yeah, to so here it is. So you, it's a five-letter word, and you just essentially have to guess what the word is. And what you do is, like, you, you just start off with a random word that's five letters, essentially. You just say, I don't know, like, what's a word that's five letters? 
off the top of my head. Chance, okay? Say I just, uh, I, I, so I, I type in chance, and it'll tell me immediately which letters are in there and which letters are in the correct spot. So like Wheel of Fortune. Uh, no, really. because, no, never mind. That's wrong. Okay, continue. Yeah, so I could have letters in there that belong in the actual word that they're trying to get me to say, but I could have it in the wrong position, and, or the letters would be in the wrong spot, and that's when the letters are yellow. Um, it's like you see, well, if you ever see on Twitter right now or Facebook when everyone shares their wordles, if the letter is in the correct spot and you guessed it r- correctly, it's, it's green. If the letter's in that word, but it's not in the correct spot, it's yellow. And if the letter's just not in there altogether, it's just like a blank square. Okay. So you get six chances to get the word that, that they want you to get. So you, just get, you continually just put like these five-letter words in there um, that line up with the letters that you previously already got until you get the word. Does that make sense? Yes. I got it in three tries today. Wow. Yeah. I won't say what the word is, but it's a pretty cool word. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of people's like least favorite word. Moist? Yeah. Yeah. So if you didn't play Wordle today and you do it, I'm sorry. Kyle just gave it up to you. It's moist. It's moist. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. That's so weird because so you have to like do it throughout because it's like a whole grid of squares. Yeah. So you have to like complete the grid. You don't complete the grid. Your, your goal is to get the word as quick as possible. But do, do you, like, the next week or whatever, like, the next day, do you continue with that same grid and then you it's, like, Scrabble at that point? You have to, like, No, you start, off you start fresh the next day. Because I've seen, like, do you play against somebody else? No. I've seen, like, some like words going up and down and then others going left and right on the same grid. No, they're not. It's just the same grid. It's just... Uh, it's, if there's yellow and green in there, it's just a matter of like letter placement, correct letter placement, wrong letter place, okay. placement, and your goal is to eliminate them. Well, I'm never going to play it, and I it's, think it's Dude, annoying. give it a try. It's fun. I won't. I'm three, three days in. I can't wait for tomorrow. So, Wow. Yeah. One of my friends got it on the first try. Just guessed a random five-letter word, and that was it. That's got to ha- Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like playing a slot machine. Seriously. I lost so much money in Vegas last week. I believe it. Did you have mm. a good time at least? Yes. Yeah. I won't go into it. Friday night, we did like a party bus and went to a bunch of clubs. We ended at the Marquee at Cosmo. Uh, I don't know what that means, but it sounds fun. The Cosmopolitan is a hotel casino on the Strip. Okay. And the Marquee is the nightclub inside of it. Okay. Did you do five lines for the fifth line? (laughs) So anyways. (laughs) Anywho. Uh, yeah, let's talk blue there's jackets. There's so many. There's so much. <laughs> it's just so easy. It's so accessible. It is. It's so accessible in Vegas. It's unbelievable. Oh, I, I believe it. Just walking between my hotel and like a half mile down the road, which is a long way to walk, but like a half mile to the next like casino that we were going to on the first day we got there, I counted seven people, seven yeah. that walked by me and went, you want to buy some? <laughs> I believe it. Unbelievable, man. It sounds like a great time. You love to hear it. Uh, but on that note, let's talk Blue Jackets, I guess. Um, so the first game we're going to talk about, not really talk about, was I just found this little this interesting. Um, so we we absolutely got smoked by the Flames. We lost six to nothing uh, versus Calgary. We were not in contention at all. We looked like absolute hot garbage. Um, and Definitely so, the worst game of the year so far. Oh, hands down, had to be. And so with that, we also we had the Rangers coming in town. The next day, and I will say I'm a terrible Blue Jackets fan because I hit up my bookie 
and I said, hey, uh, Rangers by two, if you could. Would you stop betting against <laughs> the Blue Jackets? I've won every time, oh, but man. except this time. That's also not true, because there's a time when you didn't... you. You bet against them when we won. This is not the first time. Okay. Well, there's I've won more than I've lost betting against them, and I shouldn't because that makes me a terrible fan. But who in their right mind would have thought that the Jackets would have gotten their ass beat by the Flames six to nothing, and then they came back and beat the Rangers five to three? If you if you as a Jackets fan saw that coming, you are a liar. Yeah, especially after like the first. Uh, First two minutes was like it was two nothing. I mean, Panarin just brings it on the left side and then cuts across the middle and just puts one away like it was like it was not like it was fucking shooting practice. I mean, yeah, I mean, I thought for sure somehow, some way they figured it out. But I mean, look, I said this at the beginning of the season. I said this 30 some games ago at the beginning of the season before the season started. Yeah. Wins do not matter this year. They don't. I'm so glad. (laughs) I am so glad that they won that game. Uh, but it doesn't matter because they are not playing for anything at this point besides pride. Possibly they are seventeen points out of a, out of the. I would say last they're playing for development. Sure, yeah, no, they're still playing for uh, something, but they're yeah. not playing for anything as a team. Like, yeah, team, like yes, each individual player is going to develop as they play, but te- at the team wise, they're not playing for shit. They're playing for maybe people to come in the door, maybe, uh, which explains the fun dip. But you know, when your team sucks, <laughs> also, it's kind of you gotta have to get something going. I mean, I also I feel like they gotta play for potential trades coming down to the trade deadline. I mean, I don't think I think there's gonna be a couple players that we're not gonna be uh, uh, seeing here once that that approaches. But but yeah, to your point, wins really at this point do not matter. Um, but you love to see them getting a five three win in front of a home crowd, especially versus. A very tough opponent in the New York Rangers. That rebuild was pretty quick, and I feel like you can pretty much thank John Davidson for that. I think they fired him a little prematurely. Um, yeah, maybe. I think Gerard Gallant being coming in there has had something to do with it. Um, but also, like, man, they had too much talent not to be good. And oh, I said that absolutely. at the beginning of the season, too. The in Rangers, our pre- yeah. In our preseason episode we did, I, I projected that they would be decent this year because they, so, they have so much talent. They've got the <laughs> Norris, I mean – award winner on the on their defense and nobody even talks about that guy adam fox from last year it's, yeah. it's crazy and it's I mean, just you got panarin you got zabinajad you got chris Kreider leads the league yeah. in goals right now i mean which is crazy to think about with dry and freaking mcdavid oh uh, well if and you're paying attention numbers, to edmonton at all that team is falling apart well quickly. yeah they're definitely falling apart but those two obviously stand out above pretty sure they lost to ottawa last uh, night or two nights ago well we did too so <laughs> <laughs> but we're not Edmonton. That's also true. We That's don't have valid. McDavid and Dreisaitl and Nugent Hopkins and Dar- Darnell yeah. Nurse. That's true. Uh, then, so coming off of the the Rangers game, we we went into uh, Montreal, uh, empty empty arena in yeah, Canada. Sad, which is stupid, sad. If you ask me, I think uh, I think it's stupid too. I I know, and a lot of people agree with us on this at this point. Like, let people live, man. We got it. We got to start going into. I mean, come on. I mean, look, in Canada's going to Canada, and that's fine yeah. and whatever. But and they're going through. They got a lot of things. I am so 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 that happy. Stuff, that made me very thankful that we are still able <laughs> to just go to all these Blue Jackets games Absolutely. and still pack the still pack the place out. Yeah, it's just weird seeing like Montreal is such a hockey city. So like going in there and just no fans and there's absolutely you know how hard it is to get into a game in there. Oh, it's insane. I feel like Montreal fans they can travel to Columbus, get a hotel, pay for gas, and still probably be cheaper. Than going to a Montreal Canadiens game. Uh, it makes sense as to why there's so many Montreal <laughs> fans here. When we oh play yeah, them. and Toronto fans too. Yeah, jeez. But uh, so they went into into, into Toronto and Toronto, man. Montreal. Sorry, Montreal. Yeah. Uh, 
Montreal fucking sucks. Uh, Jackets get the dub there, 6-3. Which is crazy because, like, they have the same team, minus Carey Price, which maybe that was it. Was that it? Maybe that was the glue that held the whole... I mean, but to be fair, that run they had last year was, like, the Bengals making the Super Bowl this year for sure, but still, like you, you that you would have a thought maybe they could at least be you know uh, at least a playoff contender Not this the year. Worst team in Not, the league, yeah. They're like minus like fifty two. Legitimately, the worst team in the league this yeah. year, and it that it just doesn't make it. I wonder what Josh Anderson's thinking. Like, get me the fuck <laughs> out of here, right? I mean, would you take Anderson back to Columbus? Yeah, same. Yeah, absolutely. I would do a one on. Uh, I was Only say, if he gets packaged with Savard. I was going to say, like, uh, one on one for one and send Domi back, but I, I like Domi, personally. I like but. Domi, but Domi's not signing here at the end of the season. I think Domi... Well, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um, He's gone. Down the show flow. Uh, all right. But after that, Jackets, you know, riding a little two-game win streak, looking to win possibly three in a row. But then Florida comes into town, and Florida has literally been bending us over and doing horrible things. Literally. I mean, Robinson <laughs> out... Six weeks with yeah. an MCL sprain, yeah. literally bending us over. They have scored 17 goals against us in two games. 17 goals in two games. Yeah, they're very. And good. was Elvis pulled both times? I think he was. I, I don't. I think you're right. I don't know, but probably 17 goals in two games. Yeah. What? Uh, what I mean, I know Florida's a really good team, and they they've been laying it on. Very good teams as well. Uh, it's not just the Blue Jackets that Florida has been putting up a lot of goals, but my God, man, like where is the disconnect? Where is the breakdown? Are man, they, but are Elvis, they just that good? I was at this game. Uh, I've been to most home games this year. No, you know, I'm flexing right now. Sorry, big flex. Uh, was at this game, watching it with the little boomer uh, in his seats. Um, but man, like they looked so good at times and. You know, I think Line a scored two in that game. He's he Line had, a scored. He had four in two games. He had two against Montreal as yep. well. Uh, he looked he looked really good. Um, so there's bright spots there, but then just like the absolute meltdown from the goaltending from from Elvis, and the defense did not do him any favors at all. Like, don't get me wrong, they had some good plays here and there. Yep. But I was like, oh, good D. I remember saying, oh, good D, shit like that. But like one on one, like Elvis against the against the shooter. Between the circles, Elvis should make that save if he wants. If he wants to win a Vesna, he wants yeah. to win a Vesna so bad, right? Uh-huh. He wants to win it for Kivy. Win it for Kivy, and he can't make the glove side save, so high bad. glove side save with with the shooter in the middle of the circle. And I understand the defense should be there, and the defense should be stopping that, and those shots should never happen to begin with. I get it. I promise you, I get it. You do yeah. not have to explain this to me. But Elvis should make that save mm-hmm. nine times, eight times out of ten, because he's been. He, according to him and the team and the fans and the fanboys and the fangirls and everybody, he's that good of a goaltender. Yeah. He's Vas- He's like Vasilevsky. He's so good. He's going to win a Vezin this year. Then make that fucking save, Elvis. Oh, yeah. Three or four of those goals, even five of those goals, I they're on Elvis. Just not... There's been a lot on Elvis lately, and I, I, I've been Elvis's biggest supporter, biggest fan. Like I, I've been an advocate of getting Corpy out of here because I think Corpy's just wasting away on our bench, and and I tweeted from my personal account during this game. I'm like, I'm kind of glad we haven't traded Corpy. Maybe we need Corpy in here too. Because, like, again, I, I echo exactly what you're saying. The defense has broken down multiple times in front of Elvis, but there are certain circumstances with that with that with that guy with Elvis 
that you got to stop some of those dudes. That's what like, Bob did. Yeah. Bob always did that Absolutely. here. And he did it against us yes. when we were like, the other night. That's part of being a good goaltender. A, when a the good defense goaltender, breaks down, you have to cover for your defense. And he didn't. At least cover for your defense like 75% of the time. That's all I'm asking. Right now, He did. Was, actually, 77% like of the time. Okay, 77. He had a 77% yeah. goal, like, save percentage in that game. So it needs to be a 92% give me, yeah, give me a little if you want to win yeah. a Vesna, That's what it has to be. You have to cover for your defense 92% of the time. Yeah. Cover, like, you have to make those saves, dude. Like, bar down from the middle of the circles. I under, It's Sam Reinhardt. He's good. He's got a good shot, all this. He had a fucking, uh, was it him? What, no, Reinhardt didn't have a hat trick. Was it Reinhardt? Or was it the other guy, March uh, Merchment? Marchment. Uh, I feel like it was that guy. Marchment had a hat trick. I don't remember which one scored that goal. I remember yeah. vividly from the mi- in between the circles, wrist shot, high glove side, bar down, and Elvis is just sitting there like, oh yeah, just missed every bit of it. And uh, it's- I'm gonna quote Tortorella here, and when he was referencing Matt Calvert, uh, Elvis is up and down like a toilet seat right now. Yeah, in terms of his play, two like, out of the last five games, he's had a sub eighty percent safe. And how many how many times has he been pulled? This season, like three or four, I would I would venture to say more. I think it's like three or four. Yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. Like he's just giving up some some goals that if you are an NHL caliber goaltender, you need to stop. And I I again, to echo what you said, I get it. The defense, you know, it's, it's but you it's know what's not, crazy, it's like not helping him at all. But my God, dude, like you gotta you gotta step up. He's so hot and cold. It's getting ridiculous. Wierenski's been good recently. I oh, think. Oh yeah. He has been good recently. All-star worthy? Call it how I see it, man. I always say that. Uh, no, you do. You do. I'll give you that for sure. Now, Andrew Peake also like made some really stupid fucking mistakes and Boquist yeah. in that Florida game where the reason, and again, where the reason we're talking about the loss that was most recent is because that's the one I remember the most. Yeah. The other games before that have been no, yeah, they're long too gone. long ago. You I don't know, remember. It's fine to talk, just touch on those and but, hit on this. Like there, there was a there was a time Boquist got the puck um, on the right to the right of Elvis in the corner, and he had probably a second and a half, two seconds to find a, find something or dump it out of the zone. Yeah. Instead, he immediately got it and just bounced it off the fucking glass wow. in, in immediately without even looking, and it goes right out to the middle to to fucking Reinhardt. Reinhardt scores, just yeah. like shit like that. Like we, there has to you have to help Elvis in that situation, but also. Elvis has to make those saves when you don't when that when those mistakes happen. Yeah, that's and what makes a good team. I, I don't expect Elvis to make every single save that the defense completely breaks down in front of him. I, I don't I don't expect that out of him. I, but I do expect him to step up and make more saves than what he has been doing here recently. And you know his play, I I'm just have not been a fan of. And Corpy's and, looked good recently. And I, I was going to say I think Corpy has maybe looked a little better than Elvis on a more consistent Re- very, basis. Very, very recent. Like, small sample yeah. size. Like, maybe in the last two or three weeks. Not yeah. the whole season as a whole, but... Yeah, For sure. I don't know. Recently, and like, absolutely. We're going to get people coming at me and, and saying, like, it's a rebuild year. You knew this was coming. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I yes. I know that. I said wins don't matter. But getting beat fucking 8-3 to three in your own... Or 8-4. to four, Was it 8-3? to three? Just 17... 8-4. to four, But just 17 goals against one team in two games is just... It's, that should be unacceptable. I mean, like rebuild I don't or not, give a fuck if you're rebuilding or not. At that, yeah, point. rebuild or not, that it's just that's not acceptable in, in in my eyes. It really isn't. I feel like paid money to go to that game, man. <laughs> yeah, like that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like I'm I yeah. spent all, I'm spending all this money in Nationwide Arena to watch this. Like yeah. stop fucking. Going I will on. say ten years ago today, the Jackets were thirteen and thirty one. 
I saw your tweet. Yeah, yeah. I, I tweeted out something 13 very and 31. Mad. Holy shit. <laughs> we could be there. Instead, we're 20, 22 and 1. So, I mean, be grateful for that because we have been in worse spots before. But, um, anyways, I have a random question for you before we get into our first actual like segment segment. Okay. Um, do you think Zach Rowinski is the most deserving Blue Jacket to be representing the Columbus Blue Jackets? In the All Star Game? No, and I told you that. No. Yeah. Who do you think should? It's Voracek. I think Voracek should have. Yeah. I mean, I haven't looked uh, recently, but I think Voracek still leads the league in primary assists. Um, he's got thirty points and one goal this year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which like, is crazy. Which is crazy. I wish he would shoot a little more. I know he tries, but I mean, I feel like he has the potential to. You he know. shoots, but yeah, he's much better when he's not shooting. He is. He, That's the yeah. thing. And I get it, like it's not sexy to put Voracek in. He doesn't have any goals. He's not a big like, but he's, he's good. With, he's, you know, see, like he's been there, done that. So Zach's a quote rising star in the league. So maybe that's why they did it. And they probably had to get a certain amount of forwards and defensemen in. And probably yeah. Voracek didn't make the forward cut because he wouldn't. But uh, Warinsky probably with the name and the, people call him elite, which still fucking <laughs> drives me nuts. He's not an elite defenseman. Um, he might be the closest thing to. Elite, if you want to even use that word for anybody on this team. Oh, I don't even like saying that. But yeah, I get he's the biggest name on the team, and he's scored a few points this year. So I think I would have went with. I mean, I've been very impressed with Boone this year, and he's our captain. Um, I feel like he deserves a little more overall league recognition for his for his works on the ice, uh, or maybe a Bjorkstrand. Uh, I think those are the two that I was kind of leaning towards for the Jackets. Yeah, least. maybe Bjorkstrand. I could see it. I look Bjorkstrand. I think is still tied for the lead and points on the team. Maybe or he's up there, second or third. But to me, he's been like invisible this year. He's had very good moments. I would say he's. It's a typical Bjorkstrand year. He like he gets he gets points, but. You look at the score sheet, you're like, oh, that's, yeah, he's up, he's relatively up there high again. Like, right. It kind of just comes out of nowhere. Um, but it's it's a very Bjorkstrand-esque season because I feel like that's just how it always is with him. But um, I don't know. I feel like with the way I feel like with the way Boone's been playing this year, I feel like maybe he deserved as his first year as the captain, the Blue Jackets. I feel like he deserves a little more recognition within the league, and I, I would have liked to have seen him maybe represent. Yeah, there, but for sure. I yeah. Either way. I don't know. Warinsky, I guess, makes sense. I guess it's yeah. It is I, what it is. It is what it is. But what what can you do? All right. So here's what we're gonna do. We're going to. Uh, so does the All Star break. Um, we have like what maybe eight days off. I think something like that. Um, so you can consider the first half of the season has come to an end. So we're going to grade the Columbus Blue Jackets on a certain on a couple. Uh, a couple ways, or a couple... I got six grades we're going to give out. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, so, A to F, essentially. You can throw in an A+, plus, you can throw in an A-, minus, or just a straight A, etc. Okay? Okay. You ready for this? Ready for this. All right. So, and we're just, you know, first half of the season grades. Here we go. Brad Larson, as a first-year head coach. What do you give him as a grade? So right now our record currently is 20, 22, and 1. And a quote, rebuild year, uh, 43 games played. So Kyle, we will start with you. What's his grade on, on the season? Yeah, it's tough because, you know, he first year as a head coach wasn't really given much in terms of a team. I mean, he's got a 
team there. I'm not going to base it off of the performance of the team. I'm going to base it off of his style and how I think that like he's responded with the team to certain situations. Um, I'll give him like a C minus so far. I'm not very okay. That's I'm respectable. Not, I'm not thrilled with yeah. how he's responded. Some of the things he said in in press conferences is like, "Why did you just say that?" Yeah, he called out Line A today or yesterday. I I, I didn't actually see what he said. It, it was something about he brought up last year again how how he sucked last year. He, yeah, he brought up the. And then Line was like, I thought we were past that. Like, oh, boy. And he, so I this is happening. I saw something on Twitter, but I didn't actually see I don't comments. think that he's connecting with the yeah. players as much. I don't Which think. weird because I feel like he's a player's coach. That's, like, that's kind of what we were sold on with him. He's I think that he's coach. a player as a coach. Yeah. And that's kind of what he's one of the guys. And that's not, that's not it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Torts was not one of the guys. No, he was, was not. He was that guy above all of the guys. Uh-huh. I don't think Larson is that guy yet. Maybe he'll get there. I don't. I just don't think that he's got the respect yet from the locker room, and that's because of that. I'll give him a C minus. They some of the response, like, man, this has got to be one of the this. They've got to at the end of the season. We'll probably look back, and it's probably gonna be the most goals they've ever given up as a team. It's certainly trending that way. I think that that like we're looking at that, yeah. and that's now they've scored a lot of goals. To be fair, like yeah, but this might be the year where. And we this, also, you know, we gave up the most shots ever. The other Jesus day. against Calgary. Oh my yeah. god, what that was, was sixty-two so, or something like that. I was at that game too. Every game I go to now is like uh, that was in Calgary. Yeah, I was thinking Tampa. We, there was another we, game I went we to. It was like it was like Rangers. seven to two. Um, I'm gonna give Brad Larson just a C plus. So kind of close to what you're doing. I'm gonna give him a C plus. I think uh, we could be in a lot worse situation. I mean, we could be Montreal. <laughs> we could. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot of other teams that are below us that look absolutely like hot garbage. And you know, Larson came in with a completely new team. Like everybody that he had coached, you know, the past couple of years, pretty much was gone. Um, new leadership on the team. Um, so I, I think he's done a decent job. I mean, considering that we're sitting at 20, 22 and one, um, I will take that. I think a lot of people pegged us for like the bottom of the barrel of the league this year. And I think I that, I think that he has, or the team and, and Larson and the coaching staff have proven that, you know, we're not, we're not going to finish dead last in, in the league this year, how many people uh, expected. Um, but yeah, no, I think there's definitely. I feel like his first year alone as a NHL head coach, um, I think he, I think he'll grow into it. But I think he's a little in over his head at the moment, but not entirely in a bad way. I think, I think he is a guy that will grow into this position. I just don't think he's quite there yet. And there's just certain things that go on throughout a game. Um, grant, granted, I don't want the Torch Blender again. I was never a fan of Torch Blender, but I feel like throughout a game, when we we just don't make the proper adjustments sometimes to compete. It's more so like a team just st- like steamrolls uh, steamrolls us over, and we're just content with that. I feel like with Torch, there was a little bit of fight in there. There was a little bit like the, he he got to the players, and I respected that. There's been times this season where like. After a game where they get beat fucking six nothing yeah. by Calgary or something like that, he'll he'll be in the press conference, the post game press or at the end of the game, and 
though somebody will ask him it's probably ports line like is it any adjustments you made or like what what happened why why did this happen yeah. and he's like there's nothing i could do yeah like no no dude that is literally <laughs> your job well, that's your job my that guy. there is something you should do there well, that because is that job. is your job to yeah. do something about that yeah give me a couple of a, what do you of, mean there's nothing yeah. you could do you, like i said you don't have to throw the lines in a blender like tortorella did he you know tortorella would get he would get pissed off within 30 seconds of seeing a line. He would never let the line just do its thing and, and figure it out. So I do appreciate Larson in that sense, where Larson lets these lines at least try to work together for a, a little a, a period of time. If it doesn't work, you know, maybe whatever, it gets changed. But I just feel like there's just in-game adjustments where it, sometimes something needs to happen where it doesn't, and then we just, you know, we get beat 8-4 to four by Florida, which, you know, or, or 6 nothing by Calgary. Um or nine to three by Florida. <laughs> that too. I just say I so that kind of irks me, but I think Larson's still growing into this position. And yeah, so I give him I'll give him a C plus. C plus because how I think old is he? He's in his He's gotta be 40, early forties. I'd say mid forties, yeah, somewhere around there. I mean Yeah, he's younger for a head coach in the NHL generally. <laughs> like yeah. the average age, I think he's younger than that so yeah he's still learning i yeah. mean he'll figure it out i mean he's i i i initially did not like the hire at all but i feel like we i've seen some I remember that yeah <laughs> i've seen some positives out of out of him as a head coach and i feel like the team has responded to him in some ways i just think we're we're very inexperienced and we don't have the talent that that we need to compete with some of these juggernauts like fucking florida right now uh, all right, Elvis Merce Lincolns as a starting goalie this year. What's your grade? He is currently 14-12-1 on the season. He has a 3.39 goals against average sure. and a, a uh, point nine five. Point nine oh five, sorry, save percentage. He's still at a point nine oh five after the two games where he was like seventy seven percent and surprisingly, yeah, yes, that's um, saying. Well, he had that that game against Calgary, man. Uh, he saved fifty six shots in that game. Elvis looked good during Calgary's, and but they, when, when they, they put six 60, on him. When they put sixty two shots on net, my God! I mean, he can't save them all. Yeah, recency bias. So I will say, yeah, he looked good there. I mean, there are games where he, he definitely is good. there and he's alert, but there are other games where he's just like, "What are you doing, dude?" But uh, yeah, so Elvis is great on the season so far as a starting. He's over 500, 14, 12, and one. So. Yeah, that's the beginning of the season. Yeah, because of that, I got because of the beginning of the season, they were on a run. We were like surprised, like holy yeah. shit, are they like what is this team doing right now? Uh, I'm gonna say C C. He's got a C. C right in the middle. Okay, because he looked really good at the beginning of the year. We were like, fuck yeah, just had his kid doing it for Kivy. Yeah, uh, he's he looks he's gonna win a Vesna. Like he looks so good. All this all this stuff. The face of the franchise. He's got a new contract. Fucking started twelve and five. He like, started up, man. Let's go. And then like yeah. he is just crumbled. Yeah, something happened. He is not. I wouldn't gonna say he's crumbled, but yeah, he's the past like ten games. Like oof, not good. Not good. C. I'll give him a C plus. C plus. Okay. I'm gonna. I'll give him a B minus. A B minus. Quite the optimist over here. Huh? He's over 500 as a goalie this year. He's 14, 12, and one. Um, he's had games where he's looked great. Um, that Montreal game. I don't fault him at all. I feel like he showed up for that game. But the rest Calgary. Of, the rest of the team. Oh yeah. Sorry. Why do I keep mixing up? I don't know. These, all, they're all cold Canadian teams. Whatever. Uh, they're all the same to me. Either way. <laughs> 
but, but yeah, 14, 12, and 1. Um, I think he is... We've seen what he can do with a really good team in front of him. Like, a couple years ago, he had, like, five shutouts in eight games. It was ridiculous. Um, I so, think they have stretches in them. I'm just saying, like, we know what he's capable of, and he's definitely hot and cold. I get that. But I think uh, given the season that we're in, it's, it's a, we're going to go back to it, a rebuild season. A lot of inexperience playing in front of him, but there are times where he should stop these you know, shot attempts, but I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a, a, a B, a B plus. All right, B plus. That, uh, sorry, I said B minus. Okay, really, yeah, jeez, my bad, my bad. All right, Boone Jenner as captain of the Blue Jackets this season. Mm. Um, what's your grade for old Boone? Uh, that's a that's a tough one. Um, I mean, obviously, just Boone he, Jenner in general is where I'm kind of getting at. Like for this season, first year captain, but as the captain, yeah. so he's leading the team in goals. He is. He has 18 goals on the season. 18? 18. He's on pace for probably like 32 to like 35. On wow. This is like 2,000. Line A scored his 10th last no- the other night. Huh? So Line A scored his 10th yeah. the other night. So, so he's he's probably, he'll probably get like 20 this year. He's at double digits. Yeah. He's scoring fucking like 50 in Winnipeg. I know. It's baby steps. <laughs> baby Jesus steps for Christ. Line a. Um, oh, my God. Boone is the captain. I will give Boone a B plus B as plus? the captain. Okay. I think that he stepped into it. He looks the part, first of all. For sure. That, that's half the battle. He looks the part. <laughs> he does. Uh, very good looking dude, chiseled chin, looks like yeah. a born leader, you know. So I'll give him that for sure. Um, his play has he's elevated to. I need to turn my watch off. Yeah, geez, I always get yelled at for my shit on. Um, no, yeah, Boone for sure. Okay, yeah, Boone for sure. So, uh, so he his his play is elevated up to the level of his captaincy, I believe. Now, not necessarily your play elevates. You know, you're the captain for a reason. It's not always because you're the best player on the team. Facts. Um, Example: Nick Foligno. Sure. Never. Now, I don't think was ever the best player on our team ever. No, he. No, I don't think so either. Maybe at like one point. Yeah. For like from a skills aspect and like you know points aspect. Hey, he's one of the only. He's one of the only guys I ever saw live put. Uh, Score from in between his legs. Yeah, him and Sonny fucking Milano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but, um, he has some big, my point with yeah, he has big shoes to fill. So I mean, I think Felino is one of the. When you look up the definition of hockey captain in the dictionary, Nick Felino's picture is next to it. Hundred percent. So I, he's got big shoes to fill when it comes to that. Yeah. So B plus. I, I think feel like we almost replace Felino with a very Felino esque player. Sure, for like sure. Same kind of not as skilled styles. Not as skilled. Yeah, and maybe doesn't have that locker room presence. I'm not. It, we, it's yet to be seen. It's been half a season, but Felino like commanded attention for sure when when it came yeah. to like when he was talking. I don't know how if that's how Boone is or not, um, but meeting Felino personally at the Cannonball events uh, and just in I've public- seen Boone Jenner in Nashville at bars and. When he wants something, he gets it. Right, if you like know he what just. I mean. Oh yeah, I know. Okay, <laughs> he demands that attention. <laughs> he like he, it. I yeah. don't know if Boone's there yet. Boone also, if he wants something, he gets it. That's, I mean, that's what I said. Did you I said Felino. Jesus, my words are all backwards. You you said Felino in Nashville. Oh no, it was Boone in Nashville. Boone in Nashville. Yeah. I okay. Well, that's a different. That's a whole different yeah. thing. FGL House. Nashville. I'm talking about looking at a bunch of dudes <laughs> that also can get whatever they want when it comes to that when they want it <laughs> in a locker room, and they all listen to you and are magnetized to you. Nick Felino was that guy 
I don't know so the not as that drunk guy Boone yet. Jenner at a bar. Right, a sober Boone Jenner with females present. Correct. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but he could get it. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. He oh, and he he got it. Either way. Okay. Um. So I give Boone an. A. I'm gonna give him a straight A. Wow. I love what Boone Jenner has has done as our captain. I think he has he has stepped into this role. And what he has, has he done though? If you're looking at in terms of on ice. He he leads the he leads the team in terms of just like going out there and being the most Boone guy ever. Boone puts it all on the he puts it all out on the ice every single game. Like to me, that's a leader. He and he but he does he did that when he wasn't even the captain. But now that he's filled these shoes of 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 a Felino, like I feel like he has has he filled them. I think he has. I think he's there and in one single. I mean, when's the last time Felino had eighteen goals in a season? It's not all like, about skill, though. I you just agreed with me on that. I I know I do agree with that, but I think he has stepped into that position, and he is also, you know, his his his. He has eighteen goals. Eighteen. I'm telling you, he has thirty points on the season right now, which for Boone, that's he hasn't seen that in a while. Huh? Yeah. I missed that. I guess that's I love it, but I I think in terms of you know, whether it's on ice or off ice, I think if we're talking about Boone as a captain, I think I think Boone. He could potentially go down as one of the best captains we've ever had here in Columbus. That's how much I like Boone as our captain. It's been half a season. I love it, though. Relax. I'm sorry. I love it. We had Felino for six years. <laughs> I know. And I love Felino, and I respect Felino, and Felino did a great job here. But uh, no, I've Felino been... would still be the captain if he didn't get traded. Probably. Well, Remember obviously, that. yeah. Okay. Just saying. Yeah. Not Boone. But things happen. Shit happens. All right. So now we have a new captain, and I All think right. Boone has stepped into that role perfectly. Um yeah, I think he's a leader on the ice. There's no question about that. He is an apps. He epitomizes what a hockey player should be. He, he puts it all out on the line every single game. He every shift he goes 110. percent I never see that guy not hustling, not finishing checks, not you know getting back on the floor. He's always just doing what he needs to do. Is he the most skilled guy out there? No, but he's managed to put up 18 goals and lead the team in goals right now. So I'll take that any day of the week. Yeah, for sure. All right. <laughs> Next one is going to be one of your favorites, uh, Zach Rowinski, as one of our defen- uh, one of our defensive leaders. Um, what's your grade for him? You go first on this one. Uh, I'll give Zach a. I don't want to be like a total dick. <laughs> uh, let's give him a B minus. Jesus. B minus. I think. I think he. Are you serious? A B minus? Give him a B minus. Yeah, I'm gonna give him. A, he has 25 points right now. He has a minus 12. Oof. Um, but I think the whole team's a minus at this point. They're not. <laughs> they're uh, absolutely not. You I don't can, think so? No, I know they're not. All right, we'll find a player who's a plus. Um, yeah, I mean, Robinson. I like what Zach does. I like what he brings to the table. I mean, he's an offensive defenseman. Cool, whatever. Um, I think he does tend to get lazy sometimes but overall i think his def- it's not even lazy it's just like he loses like i think he forgets where he is on the ice like he just doesn't he loses yeah. focus not lazy but like i don't know some of these fucking turnovers and just him just standing around while fucking the uh, there's two defend there's two forwards behind him yeah on elvis or corpy whoever's playing like get your head out of your fucking ass dude yeah. Like you were getting paid how much money Nine to watch half million like, dollars. Get your head out <laughs> of your ass. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's yeah. I'm, I'll go B minus. I mean, 
there's room for improvement, but I will. He's not a elite defender by any stretch of the imagination, but I think he is a good defender. Yeah, if any, whoever, uh, if you're out there calling this guy an elite defenseman he, this season, you have you don't know anything about he hockey. He definitely needs a Seth Jones though, and he unfortunately doesn't have that at the moment. So there are times that you know what I'm watching on the ice is is not. You're making nine and a half million dollars. You shouldn't be making some some of the mistakes that he does make but i think he's top five in the league in average time on ice yeah well that wouldn't surprise me i mean we're paying the dude that much money you've his ass better be out there but uh yeah i go i'll go b minus for for z i mean six goals 19 assists i don't know uh 21 hits as an elite defenseman uh, twenty-one he's hits in forty-one. He's, he's games. not a very physical guy. He's just more of a puck. fifty-seven blocks as an elite defenseman. Yeah. That's a lot of blocks. Um, twenty-six giveaways as an elite defenseman. Give me a fucking break, dude. That's that's. I mean, it's a decent amount of giveaways. Yeah, I'm gonna give him like a D plus, D plus. C minus. Is this your first D? Uh, it is. Yeah, okay. I'll say D plus for Zach Warinski. Right. Um, and it's strictly and simply because of this fucking whale ass contract he signed in the offseason yeah. for nine i know it's, it hasn't kicked in yet so hopefully his talent kicks in when the contract <laughs> does uh but i don't see that happening i don't yeah. i don't see him being that guy he's not an elite defenseman um the amount of mistakes mental mistakes that he makes the mental mistakes turn into physical mistakes him whiffing him not clearing a puck uh him just not marking up a guy that's like coming down two on one uh it th- that kind of shit happens all of the time, and I'm just, I cannot believe, because of national hype, uh, it's, okay, I'll give him a C minus. Okay. Not so a D plus, it's right, a C we're going minus. To C minus, okay. Uh, because of national hype, because of fucking, you know, the Blue Jackets hyping him up, and he was, he only got an A and not the C, nine and a half million dollars. The only reason he's in the All-Star game because of all the hype that's around him. He looks the part, he's tall, all this shit. It does not translate to the ice, and that drives me insane. Yeah. And I think that he's already taken that. It seems like he's taken that and is like, well, I've made it. Here we are, not getting any better from here. Dude, yeah. you were... Oh. No, I mean, he's obviously... he's he's. I don't know if that's what it is. I, I don't know. It's From what I sit in the stands and watch and, and see him like just turn the puck over in his own zone... Not recently. I'll I'll say recently he's been playing well, but uh, overall the season last season and it's just like God damn, dude. Like to me, he's got to step up as a defensive leader. Like he has the A, right? So like, there's a handful of young dudes, you know, that he is now leading uh, in terms of. But he's not defenseman. a leader, and he's set that's what that I'm himself. Saying. That's he's what I'm not. saying. He yeah. needs to step into that role, and I th- feel like he's definitely not done that. Like. We're, we can't be losing these. Granted, there's you know there's defense from both sides. There's you know offense off. Obviously, they have to play defense. The defense they need to play defense. And but uh, I mean there's we can't be losing eight to four, nine to two. Um, I feel like he needs to take charge of that of of the defense a little more personally. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's nine and a half. People are realizing dollars. it too. I get people coming up to me at games now, like Yo Warinsky, man, just nine and a half million dollars, man. That's just nine point. I, that's if he was still making six million cool, after the whatever. season or five and a half, yeah, that's fine. Hell yeah, dude! Like, yeah. like you're playing great him, for that contract. Connor McDavid money, and he's like two and a half million under what Connor McDavid yeah. ma- makes. I just want to know what was going through John Davidson and Yarmo Kekalainen's head. Like, they both signed off on that. Like, yeah, cool, let's do it. 
they like, can't have another one leave. I mean, that's uh, they could they couldn't afford to have another big name leave. That yeah, maybe that that probably it. But I don't it sucks. know. Yeah. <laughs> that's so much. Or maybe they're just banking on you know the the cap going up a little bit and the next year I or would, two. Yeah, it's gonna be another four or five. <sighs> maybe that's what they're just like. Whatever, fuck it, we'll pay them. Uh, all right, Patrick Line. Uh, what's your grade for old Patty? He's uh. He's what was your he- grade for Warinsky? Uh I gave him a B minus. You gave him a B minus. That's yeah. right. Okay, you said that. I'm disappointed in in Z at times, but I feel like overall, I th- you have texted the group recently and been like, "He's so bad." I said he was poop cheeks. Yeah, <laughs> poop cheeks. <laughs> poop cheeks. There was a couple plays in the game. I forget which game it was, but I was just like, "My God, dude, what are you doing?" But it's un- it's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Line. 10 goals, 11 assists. He's been heating up a little bit lately. Uh, he was out for, you know, six like weeks. for six weeks, which that's a lot of time. He could he could be sitting at like 15 to 16 goals if that was if that were the case. Um, yeah, if he would have started this run 6 weeks ago. Yeah. And he's on now, who knows where he'd be at at this point. Yeah. So But that's not what we're grading this off of. We're just great. Yeah, first the first half of the season for old Patty. Uh, we're at 41 games now, right? We're at exactly halfway through the season. I think 43, actually, for the Jackets. 43? Yeah. Yeah, uh, 43 games played. Oh, man. Uh, for line A, I'll give him a... Look, in the whole... I'm, I guess I'm going to... These grades are on a curve, I guess, right? Because the whole team's been bad. Yeah, it can be on a curve. I'll give him, like, a, a C+. Plus. Um, B minus. Okay. He he does good things. Don't get me wrong. And he has a good shot. And it's it and it's been good the last couple of games. But his overall this season, like, yes, he's gotten his opportunities, but he shoots them wide or high or directly into the chest. <laughs> he's he's off net like quite he, a bit. His shot attempts compared yeah. to shots on goal are. I think that I bet you there's a big discrepancy there. Yeah. He's not getting everything on net. He loses the puck a lot. His giveaways have got to be up mm-hmm. there as well because he'll he'll get it in the zone and try to make a move and it's just off his stick. More often than not. Yeah. It, like his seven defense out of, is rel- rel- relatively inexistent at both most times. Oh my god, there's time I mean there was one I think I I took a screenshot. Uh, I was watching the game on my phone took a screenshot of like him standing at the blue line Watching a three on one happen below him, yeah, like sounds or hot. a two on one. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you not marking a guy at that point? I mean, yeah. you, you're clearly it's an odd man rush. I don't know. Just yeah, I'll say C plus for Patty this year. C plus. Uh, a A plus on the on the drip. Though. I was gonna say I was gonna factor my my grade into the drip. A plus on the drip. Yeah, and that's all I'm gonna say. I was gonna that. give him a C for for play. But then I was gonna I was gonna bump it up to a B minus for the drip. Yeah, if you want to, yeah, I guess I'd be at like a <laughs> B plus if you want to average it all. Yeah, I feel like you know his outfits are phenomenal. The sunglasses, you love to see it. Um, the famous J Fresh Hockey still has Line A's opening night sunglasses and and look and on his as his like AVI on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, man, like that. Oh yeah, the opening night look was phenomenal for Patty. But um, but if we're talking about on ice, I give him a C. Um, I think obviously there's room for improvement. I think he's definitely got a little more comfortable with being here in Columbus. Um, well, now he's like with this whole 
thing where Larson said he's yeah. Larson we'll, we'll said I'm not going to let him play like he did last season and yeah. and and is like what the fuck are you talking about like I thought we were past this I thought yeah. we hopefully moved on hopefully line. nothing comes of that but oh my god I think if Line was not out so he was out with what COVID protocol then he was injured then his then you know his father passed away so factoring all that in I think if he was not out for that long of time, I think he'd be in a lot better spot point-wise. So I'm not going to put that against him. Um, missing six weeks is a long time in hockey. That's a lot of games. But, I mean, my God, we are not. We play 82 games a year. Six weeks of games is probably like, what, 15 to 20 games probably? Something crazy like that. But um, So I'm not going to pin that against him. So I think where he's at now with missing all that time with 10 goals, 11 assists, I like what I see out of him. Um, I feel like he'll probably end the season with maybe like 20 to 25 goals because i mean he's heating up right now um so yeah i'll give him a yeah b minus what did i say b minus with the drip in there yeah. b minus with the drip with the drip c with the on ice play i think there's definitely room for improvement especially defensively i feel like he definitely is a little lazy and you know whatever okay uh so overall team grade after 43 games played this year. Based on expectation? Yeah, yeah. Based on expectation, for sure. Uh, overall, I'll give them a B, uh, an A-. minus. <laughs> a-, minus. okay. As a team. As a team. Texier has really surprised me this year. He's looked good. Um, he cannot, the boy cannot stay healthy, though. I mean, Jesus, man. He's out four weeks now. Yeah. Uh, three weeks now, probably. Um, Nyquist has been one of the best players on the team. Yeah, um, I love what I see out of Nyquist. Boquist and Bean are promising. They make mistakes they a make lot, mistakes, but, but they Peak is very promising. Gavrikov yep. looks really good. Uh, Warinsky has looked decent recently. Um, this is again all all based on a curve because they are one of the worst teams in the league. <laughs> yeah, it's you're like this grade is specifically based off of what the expectation was at the beginning of the season. Right, that's uh, where I, that's where I'm getting it out. Robinson is is has surprised me. He's looked better recently. Um, Corrales looked okay, invisible most of the time, and doesn't really do shit. Uh, but he's been out there. I mean. Yeah, Sillinger's been he started off hot, you know, he scored here and here and there and Chinnikov's been scoring. Yeah, I think I think it's promising right now. It's promising for sure. For sure, A minus. I like I that's very based off- on expectation. Based yes. That's what not this is. actual overall yeah. in the league. If this was if we were to place this Jackets team four years ago, I would give them like a D minus. Correct. But based off of the expectation of what was expected of this team this year, I Actually, I'm gonna go right where you're at, A minus. I think that's fair. I think that's a fair assessment. Like, we came into this season with zero expectation. Uh, everybody writing us off in terms of just you know. Some of us did. You expected them to make I the playoffs. Did. Okay, well, I didn't. I don't know if I ever said playoffs. I think they were hovering around the. Mm. I said around the bubble. Which still, they have. They have time. They are. Well, they're <laughs> no, they're done. They're 17 <laughs> points out. out of a playoff of a wild card spot halfway through the season. It's over. They're only 14 points out. Okay. Okay. It's over. Okay. And who is it? Yeah. Boston and Washington, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> no, it's over. It's, it's over. No, done. for sure. I, I didn't say playoffs. I think I said they were going to be around. They're going to be flirting with the with the wild card line, um, which they, you know, they're two below it. Whatever, you know, <laughs> they're there. Uh, no, I go A minus, and you know, I I think uh, two co- below it, two teams <laughs> below it. That's what fourteen I meant. points. Two teams <laughs> right. Below it. Yeah. Not. <laughs> uh, sounds sounds better my way. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
but no, I, I, I like what I see. I think there's a lot of uh, potential. Um, I like the young talent. I think they still have so they still got to figure some shit out. Obviously, um, I like what is on the horizon. I like you know, the Kent Johnson, like him coming in here is going to be Corson Coleman. Oh yeah, these dudes are like the, we have some great Marchenko. Oh yeah, great young talent on the horizon, and I'm I'm here for it. But based off of this year alone, I think certain players. I mean Cole Sillinger. I mean this this kid like he's he's asserted himself in this lineup at 18 years old. He scored. He scored against uh, Florida. I think did yeah. he score against Florida? He did. Uh, went top shelf on Bob. Dude, I'm telling you, man. Like this. And this kid, I looked at Lil Boomer. Was like <laughs> that. That kid is 18. 18 years. He old. He is 18. And, and he, he is, just look what he just did to that two time. And Desna he's the only right player there. currently, unless things have changed in the last couple of weeks, that was drafted this previous year that's playing in the league. He's the only one. So like this, this kid in is scoring. going to in scoring. He's going to blossom into probably one of the most. I would say he's going to be an elite center in this league in five years, for sure. This kid is incredible. Um, Chinnikov, I mean, he's he's had moments where you know, just flashes of like, holy shit, this kid is has potential to be the real deal as well. So, um, and like you said, like some of the younger guys, like the you know Bean Boquist, like the guy we you know we brought him in from Chicago, like. I've been impressed, but it's obviously there are times where it's not all meshing, and we've seen that, and we are outplayed by a lot. But I think we there's been there's been moments throughout the season where it's like, okay, you know, this team's not that bad. Um, we just we're missing a few pieces, and we're missing a couple years of development from some of these young guys. Um, but overall, sitting at twenty twenty two and one on the season in a rebuild year is not bad. So put that in, into perspective. A minus. A minus. A minus. That's what I'm going That's with. That's the title of the pod. <laughs> A minus. A minus. Maybe. We'll see. Come up with something a little more clever. All right. <clears throat> We're going to end the pod. Well, not end it quite yet, but this is the last segment. This one's going to go re- relatively quick. Uh, post-All-Star break predictions. Okay? Okay. So we have five here. Okay. And then we're going to get social and answer answer some questions. And these ones we'll just go quick with it. We don't have to no exp, no explanation. Just go go with it. Uh, number one, name one player who will not be on the team after the trade deadline. Max Domi. Jonas Corposalo. At this point, I, I feel disagree like, with that. I, at this point, I mean, I feel like that's, they they won't get anything for him. They won't trade him. You don't think so? No. Corby's going to be pissed. <laughs> He's now Corby wants sign, to be a starter somewhere. Man. He'll be just, he'll be a UFA at the end of the season. Okay, so yeah, he'll, he could get paid somewhere. Maybe. Yeah, he'll yeah. get. He, he's just not going to get traded. I don't think. All right. So now Tarasov's hurt. Yeah, that's true. There's, I just don't think it's happening. Yeah. They they missed their window. They did big time. They missed it. It big was time. in the off season last year. Oh yeah. And they missed that. Well, that's rough because fucking give Linux. I mean, I'm just saying, well, like for sure. I mean, that factored into you, it. They were going to trade him if it wasn't yeah. for that. No, it, that factors in. Yes. Unfortunately, I mean, you hate to say it, but all right. So you say Domi, I say Corpy. Uh, number two, who will score the most goals during the second half of the season? Um, Boone. Boone. Think yeah, so? yeah. He's gonna end the season. Yeah, he'll, he's on a 36 goal pace right now. I'm. I'm just saying, just the second half of the season overall, like not the whole season, right? But so Boone, Boone, okay, yeah, Patrick Line. Yeah, I, th- I think Patty is. He's got something to prove now. He's healthy. Knock on wood. Yeah, he's got his head coach talking shit about him. <laughs> exactly. He's got that. He's going Unbelievable. for him. You know, um, he's healthy. We're not giving that a mu- enough attention. 
I, I just Larson. I cannot. I gotta look more into that. But I, I God too, damn, like, dude. I just don't know much about that. I haven't. All right. Read I don't think it was that bad. As bad as maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, if it was on Twitter, it's, you know, it's the end of the world. So sure. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go with Patrick Line. He's he's heating up. He's got. He's had what two? He's had three two goal games in the past. Like he's couple, had handful. Uh, he's had four goals in the last two games. Yeah. He's had he had two against New York. Oh yeah, yeah. So I think, then I against, think he's heating um, up. No, two. Yeah, you're right. Four in the last three. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I, it's got to be Patty. I'm gonna say he's gonna put up like 18 goals in the second half. I hope so. Well, I, we know we can do it. Yeah, we've seen him do it in Winnipeg. That's why we like continue to hold out hope for this guy I, because that's, absolutely, that's why we do that. The dude put up like 45 goals like in Winnipeg. He was for, 19 when he did that. Uh-huh. I mean, come on. It's there. The but talent, where are you? The talent's there. Where think, are you? I think we're finally going to see it. All the bullshit's done. God! The second half of the season. Bucket score Patty, goals! Patty's going to be there, baby. All right, number three. Who will be the head coach at the at the conclusion of the season? It'll be Larson. Yeah, it's got to be Larson. I think it's a Richard situation, though. Like, uh, <laughs> beginning of next year, if they go, like, 0-7, he's yeah. gone. You're done, bud. Yeah. You're done. Uh, but no, it's you it's can't. Be you Larson. can't. You have to stick with Larson the whole season. You have to. It's a in a it, rebuild year. You cannot fire your first year head coach. It's a, you can't do that. No, not at all. And that's a far cry from what I see on. C- you think CBJ Twitter's bad? Try CBJ Facebook. Oh really? I won't. Like, in terms I, of I like stay the, the groups on there. Yeah, the amount of comments that I see are just absolutely ridiculous. What I, I read one comment there like yesterday. I think I sent it to the group chat. Of this guy saying, like, this is a serious question. Um, like, what do you think? Like, do you think Columbus will just not be a team the next couple of years if we don't start winning? Like, oh my god, they, get, they yeah, like get relocated. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? First of all, okay, yeah, let me let me <laughs> press, let me talk on that real quick because dude, go for it. I don't know who this guy's name was, Kyle, right? In the Union Blue Soldiers group or something. I don't like know that. what it was or who, uh, who, what his name was. Yeah, yeah. So like, look, leave it to a Kyle if you're listening to this. Yeah, but I I don't <laughs> overreact like that. I also. <laughs> Fact check my overreactions. Yeah, uh, this team, uh, the the Nationwide Arena has been getting fourteen, fifteen, sixteen thousand a night easily. We're sixteenth in the league right now. So they're attendance. they're selling tickets. Absolutely, they are. Uh, they're not good. <laughs> this team loves their hockey. I mean, the city likes their hockey. Yeah. We're not on Montreal's level or Toronto's level or I want I don't want to say Edmonton's level. Uh, they still get fans in there. Yeah, or Pittsburgh's level, or yeah. Boston's level, or anything like that. We're not up there, but I mean, we're in the middle. They they make enough. They're getting they're getting the eyes. They're getting the butts and seats. Uh, it might they, take fun dip sometimes, but you know they have the backing of Nationwide whatever. Insurance, yeah. who is you know what I mean. They pay for everything. It, they the, this team is not going any. They do. They are not basing. We them have an moving. arena. Arizona doesn't. And it's a beautiful arena. It's twenty two years old. Yeah, it's beautiful. It has stood the test of time. Nation it is. Arena, it looks. It looks amazing. It looks in there. like they just built it two years ago. Right. It's like it's gorgeous. If you compare it to other arenas around the league, that thing is. It's twenty two years old, but it has stood the test of time. Gorgeous. They they designed an, an that amazing job. Incredibly amazing job. Yeah. Yes. yes. Arizona that, might be that playing team, the, the yeah at ASU's like the McConnells are not going anywhere. They're no. Columbus. Staples, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say about it besides like this yeah. is an absolute staple in the community, like in the city Absol- of Columbus. And if you, even if you look about, look They're around, not going anywhere like, with all the amount of ingrained, ad- like the adult leagues we have going on in Columbus. Right, like we have one of the highest amount of people 
involved in adult league hockey in the entire United States. Right. Like, the Columbus Blue Jackets ushered all that in. Like, well, the, you know, the chill Blue Jackets, but like, and obviously. Cam, I'll give Cam some credit. Yeah, on Cam that. for sure, but like, we have so many chillers around Columbus now. Like, I don't Mar- know, shout out to like Martin that. Spanhow, runs all those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had him on the pod, um, friend of the pod. Yeah, Martin Spanhow. Friend of the pod, but. Yeah, seeing those type of comments, I was just like, left it's like yeah, there's just like, no thought, like the, not like, a thought behind those about? eyes. What do you mean? Do, yeah. Pay attention, dude. You think that you think that the ownership is going to be like, oh, well, we've lost for twenty years, <laughs> and but we've made millions of dollars. Do you yeah. think we're let's move? Yeah, that's not how that works. It's a nope. business. Yeah, it's we're we're Columbus is staying put. So yeah, seeing a comment like that's just stupid. But and so are the Blue Jackets. <laughs> yeah, you said Columbus. That was a joke. Never mind. I no, I got it. Yep, got <laughs> it. All right, uh, number four. Uh, how many wins do you think the Jackets will end with this season? We're at twenty. We're at twenty currently. They have thirty. They have thirty. They have twenty nine games left. So they played forty three. So do the math. Twenty nine games. So twenty nine games left. Um, yeah. So we're sitting at twenty, twenty two, and one. I can't believe we're already over halfway through the it's, year. It's gone by quick. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'll say they win 10 more games. So, okay. So they'll get 30 on the season. I mean, yeah. tw- 29 games left, so they're going to lose 19 more games? Yeah. Ugh. The um, back half of the schedule is not a fucking joke, dude. It's not fun. I've definitely... It's all Metro. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. It's all Metro. <laughs> I'm going to give us 14 more wins. So I'm going to say we're going to finish at... Um, we're gonna get 34 wins on the year. That's a lot. I think it's doable in 29 games. That's a lot. I think. I mean, we're already hovering at 500. I think we stay hovering around there. I think we finish below 500. But I think, uh, but we'll finish below 500 by maybe like four or five instead of two, where we're at now. So I give us 34 wins. 34. That's so. I optimistic. Think it's reasonable. That's optimistic. Yeah, we'll see. I don't You're know. not counting overtime losses in that, so that's not very true. No, that's valid. But I just think I think the overall win total is we're going to get 14 more in there. All right. That's if it. you say so. That's what I is say there one so. more? Or is that was uh, that one more? Uh, so who will lead the team in overall points at the conclusion of the season? Mm, Last where are we one. at now? I got to look at the. Hold on. Um. So I think it's currently. I think Jenner leads. It might be Vorchek. Um, no, it's Jenner. So Jenner has 30 points right now. Bjorkstrand has 28. Jacob Vorchek, 28. Nyquist up there with 25. Orinsky, our boy, 25 as well. Line A, 21. Um, so that's your top six. So realistically, like I would say one of those guys is probably going to be the overall leader. So who do we think? Uh, I think Voracek ends the year with the most points. I mean, the dude is an assist machine. He is. It's unbelievable. He has how many points? 28. 28 and one goal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I... He's definitely been dishing it. That's for damn sure. I don't know. If he doesn't start scoring, maybe. Yeah, I'll go with Voracek, though. Voracek. I go Bjorkstrand. I think he overtakes Boone. He's sitting at 28. If he stays healthy, I think he... he Heats up, get some, get some more goals. I think Line A will mix. He'll he'll be in the mix if he if he stays, you know, rolling. But um, I think Jenner obviously stays up there too. I think he'll be like top three. But um, I'm gonna go Bjorky. All right, that's my that's my thought on that. But all right, that's it for that. All right, first question from Danny Smith at the Danny Smith friend of the pod. 
friend of the pod. Not a question, a demand. Uh, restock the beanies. <sighs> okay. Done. All right. We're restocking them. Restocking them. Shoptheartillery.com. Yeah. Restocking them. Restocking them. I'm just going to go down. We only had 10 responses today, uh, okay. so I'm just going to go down the list. I'm not reading them beforehand. That's fine. All right. We'll just wing it. Next question from Jake at Cahill underscore 42, front of the pod. Are we still apologizing and praising Brad Larson for a small portion of the season uh, where the team was decent, or we have we come back to reality yet? Um, also for Kyle, who day? Who day, Jake? Who Let's day? go. You love, it, you love to hear it. Go Bengals. Um, I, what's, I don't understand the question. We kind of just talked about it. Are we still like? Are we still like being Larson apologists for oh, because okay. because of the strong start to the season? Got it. Uh, no, I, th- I think uh, yeah, we've talked about it. It's a rebuild. What do you? What I mean, you got to give the guy a, at least a two years to l- capture this team um, and and develop this team the way that he sees that needs to be developed. So, are there things that I you know get frustrated? about with Larson for sure um there are things that I wish he would do differently at times but I'm not the coach I'm not being paid for it but I still think in a rebuild type of situation you got to give the dude at least two or three years and uh you know see where that goes uh yeah well uh yeah I agree we just talked about it I kind of agree with you like I don't know I feel like there's a lot of talent here that should be developing better no I don't believe that I think that (laughs) we just talked about it a minus for the team yeah yeah, I like the way that he's coaching the team. I just don't know if I like some of his responses to some of the things that have happened yeah. uh, with the team. Not necessarily on the ice, but like with Line Ace thing. I, I need to look into that. I don't know exactly what happened there, but or or sometimes when um, he'll say, "I could," there's nothing I could have done. Like, <laughs> no, that bothers me because yeah. there's that's your job, dude. That's what you get paid for yeah. is to do something about that. So yeah. But like I said, I to piggyback I off agree. of that, I, I agree think, with you though. Yeah, I think it's a uh, if you if you got a new head coach and it is a verifiable like rebuild, give the, give give the dude at least two years. If it's not if it's not like you know on the up up and up by you know mid next year, maybe we'll talk about it. At but, some point there ha- at some point there has to be a progression with the yeah. team. And look, I I can't even say that because we're almost at 500 right now halfway through the season of the first year of a rebuild so you know at the macro point of it it's like if you just look at the record and kind of how many goals they've scored this year which is way more than i thought they would have uh it's just the ass beatings for me that's the ones that i just like we just because we've seen that's what we're so mad yes that's what we're so like upset about is i've seen people been like being like oh we knew they were going to be bad. Why are you being so hypocritical? Why are you so mad at yeah. the team? It's because we've seen what they can do. Exactly. We've seen the shit where they that's what I'm yeah where they put beatdowns on teams because like they play well together and yeah. then like the next game they look like they've never played with each other before ever. That's that's, and it doesn't that's make where it, I'm at. That's that's yes. my biggest frustration with Larson. They're is, so up and down. Is, yeah, he's got to get the team on the same page for every single fucking game, and I know. Listen, Florida, they put up a shit ton of points, a shit ton of goals on every team they play this year. Great, fine. But you got to somehow harness that. And, like, you can't have them losing 9 to 2 and 8 to 4, 17 goals given up. You can't lose 6 nothing to to Calgary and also let them shoot 62 shots on you. 
That, that to me is an inexcusable, and that's what frustrates me. I feel like there has to be some type of in-game adjustments that need to be made that I feel like are not being made at times. I think that's where Larson's inexperience comes in, and I feel like he will grow into that role, but it's definitely frustrating at times. You just, you just want to shake and be like, what, what the fuck are you Why? doing? What? But, yeah, that's... All right, I so like, I feel like that we explained that pretty well. I think so. Like, wh- And here's the other thing. Like, Yes, we knew this was coming. We knew it wasn't going to be a good year. We knew they weren't going to be playoff bound. They're playing better than we expected. But we knew it wasn't going to... But we're still allowed to be mad at them for being bad. That's what being a fan is all about. I'm tired of seeing people say, you're not allowed to be mad. We knew this was coming. I'm not yeah. going to sit there in Nationwide Arena after I've spent thousands of dollars over the last five years in that fucking arena, sit there during a game drinking the beer that I fucking paid for, maybe not the seat, but the Four- beer, $14, and be happy about them getting their asses kicked by the fucking Panthers and a guy that used to play goaltender here. I'm not going to be happy about it, and yeah. I'm going to fucking say something about it because if you're listening to this right now, this is a podcast that I do, so <laughs> I'm going to say something about it. I'm sorry. I mean, but God, like... We're allowed to be mad. We're fans. I, we pay money. Absolutely. We're, I we're agree. the reason yeah. that the team is still fucking here. Yeah. I'm so tired of people saying that we're not allowed to be mad because we knew this was coming. Fuck off. I'm tired of hearing from you. Yeah. Get off Twitter. Go fuck yourself. I love it. That was, I, ama- that my, was amazing. I always come out at, in Let's Get Social. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, no, I'm here for it. No, I, everything you just said, hell yeah, I agree. That there's nothing there that I don't agree with. Like it's... We are yeah, allowed to be mad. We're allowed to be mad for the simple fact that we pay f- to be and we pay to watch the product. We pay a lot of money to be in that yeah, arena. Yes, we do. Every year. <laughs> Absolutely. Thousands and if thousands. If I'm paying fourteen dollars for a beer and like ten of them during a game, I will yell whatever. And I the want surrounding to yell. areas. I'm looking at you, yeah. Arbar. Yeah. It's like I'm just saying Please. Yeah. Shut the fuck up if you're telling me that I'm not allowed to be mad about them losing like this. That's what fandom is, man. You can everyone's entitled to an opinion. That's why we have this damn podcast. Thank you. Next question. Next question. Uh, from DK2's exclusive private society. Oh, he's changed it up now. Stop changing it. At, yes. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> he's so funny. At <laughs> condescending DK, uh, this is for me. How is Kyle holding up after the ass whooping he took last week in fantasy hockey? I mean, that was a crushing <laughs> defeat. It was like his team didn't give a shit. Just showed up for the paycheck, uninspired and sad. Like the blue. Um, wait, what? Hashtag Sorry. L. <laughs> like the Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> yeah. How, so I can at least say that we had some fight. I am doing okay. Yeah. Um, in the group chat for the that we have for that fantasy hockey league, uh, with all of your favorite little boomers in it, um, I was talking mad shit to him because I was like, "Oh, I'm playing Dennis this week, easy win," <laughs> and then he beat me by like sixty. I so. barely beat Tyler. And I and I put all my players in every week, every day. I won by point two. Tyler, our producer, is like Owen fourteen. Owen sixteen. Owen sixteen. And I barely beat him. And I literally he he left players on his bench every day. And like here I am taking a shit every morning where I make my lineup adjustments. And I'm putting all my players, all my good guys. You know, I'm putting them in there. I barely beat them, but I, thank God I did. Also, I don't ever pay attention to that group chat. I'm sorry. Uh, that's fine. We need to move it out of Twitter, anyways. It needs <laughs> I, to go to like Discord. I already or a silenced text. the notification. <laughs> like I should send. It, I, I should put it. it into a text. No, yeah. that's probably a bad idea. Not text because I hate group chats and text. Big that's time. That's fair. 
Uh, and not everybody will have an iPhone, so that'll just ruin yeah, it. Which I won't be able to name it. Does, who doesn't have? Like, okay, you're allowed to not have an iPhone. No, Stop you're it. not. Like you ruin group chats, man. Like you're, there's one out of like every 15 people. Maybe I'll start a Discord that don't have an iPhone. You ruin the group chat because a you're green and b we can't change the name. If of you the are group. in the uh, the artillery fantasy hockey league this year and you want me to start a Discord, say so in the group chat on Twitter. I like it. All right. Maybe I'll download Discord then. It's it's good. It's like a group chat app. Okay. Yeah. Uh next, it's really like for gaming, but like yeah. There's a lot of different I always stuff use a different it. one, but I forget what it's called. Uh is it like WhatsApp maybe? No, it's not WhatsApp. It's a group group me. Group me. That's the Oh, group me. We yeah. can do a group me. Group me's not as good as Discord though. Yeah. Oh my god, the old artillery group me. I want to get into that someday. Nope. Lots of pictures in there that should <laughs> never resurface. <laughs> never That's why we you tried to start resurface. it back up and Warren was like, no. No. No, absolutely not. This. Get rid of this right now. Yeah, it's still on my phone and there's a lot of pictures I could blackmail people with for sure. Oh, there's totally dick pics on there. Oh, for hundred percent there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first one of the first Snapchats you ever sent me was a dick pic. It was probably peeing. Yeah, you were like taking a. I don't remember what you were doing. It was like I don't remember <laughs> what it was, but it was just like your lo- the little tip of your head in there. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, that's. I always leave just the tip. <laughs> Anyways, next it, question. If I've ever drunk peeing, don't be Snapchat friends with me. That's all I'm saying. It's <laughs> been going uh, from Ohio Country Gent at OH Country Drent Gent, friend of the pod and low low boomer. Also, Danny Smith, low low boomer. DK, low low boomer. Yep. Uh, Ohio Country Gent, low low boomer. How annoying are fans that don't understand rebuilds and are upset with where the team is so far? <laughs> well, we're not upset with where the team is. I we're upset on an individual game basis. I would How say if you are literally saying let's sell or like, do we think the team's going to be around in two years? Okay, you're an idiot. Yeah, you you, suck. you deserve. You to have die. no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Sorry, go die. Um, but in terms of like being frustrated from a game to game game to ge- game basis. Eh, whatever, fuck it. Yeah, that's care. what we're here for. Let fans yell. I it's don't called care. an emotion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the people that are there like... There are definitely some ignorant comments out there about certain things that I feel like people should be a little more educated on. I understand that aspect of to it. To answer your question, they are annoying. They are annoying, yes. Hope you're doing well, OH Country Gent. I would love just for to let people be exposed to the artillery notifications during a game. Oh my God! You you would you would lose all hope in society. <laughs> it's it gets like even like my the bucket hat Kyle notifications like when I tweet something a little controversial and then I got people like arguing yeah. on my threads. Uh-huh. The, I mean, some of these people, man, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I don't respond to any of it anymore. I used to. Oh, I I've stopped re- doing. I as stopped such. responding a long time ago. But God, man, what like what are you talking about? Yeah, makes zero sense. Well, it doesn't matter. We're not going to be a team in two years. Right. They're selling so. it, moving into uh, to Regina, Regina, Saskatchewan. That's right. Yes, my Experience favorite town. Regina. Yep. Experience, <laughs> Regina. <laughs> Oh, I got a speaking of experience Regina, you know Doobie was in those commercials, Experience Myers Jewelers. Yeah. I saw him last week on Thursday. I don't remember what game that was. I I don't remember any anyways. Thursday I flew to Vegas on Friday. Yeah. No, Wednesday night. Sorry. Wednesday night game. Uh was out there with Lil Boomer hanging out, you know, watching the game, sitting at the cannon in between periods. 
And I look over and I'm like, oh man, I really got to pee. And as I'm like walking by the cannon, there's Doobie. What's what Doobie doing? He was just hanging out, talking to some people. Like what's he has Doobie season, doing? He has season tickets, you know. You love to see that. So that's great. There's Doobie, and I like walked by him and like smacked his arm, like just not yeah. a smack, like a little love tap. Yeah. And then and then like went out for a fist bump, and he fist bumped me. I was hey. like, Doobie, what's up, dude? And I just kept walking. You Didn't love to see stop it. talk anything. Just like, what's Doobie, up, dude? Doobie fisted you. Yeah. He, nice. We got a little fist going. Love that and then apparently you. he just like left. Yeah, I scared him. I guess maybe. Well, I, I, mean, I leave. It seemed like all the he time. seemed confused and disoriented. Yeah, well, he's I, on coke a lot. This is what I was told from the people I was with. They said as soon as I did that, like he started looking around, like he was paranoid, like looking around and like and then just left, hmm. like left the arena. That's interesting. Like, what did you wa- do? I fist bumped him and then it. went to the and went to go take a piss. Huh? Interesting. Fist bumped him, went to go take a piss. That's and it. He, he just left. And then he just like left. So I saw uh, like I scared like I scared him away. <laughs> I may have. Were you wearing your bucket hat? I don't remember. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. It was it was very strange. I have no answers for that. I don't know because they you. were all like I don't remember they were gonna go like take a picture with him or something. He was just like was like no 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 and like left like yeah. was well maybe it's like you know one or two people get drawn in then everybody gets drawn in maybe, maybe. He's just maybe like you know I don't I'm not in the mood for this I just does he go. really expect to like go to the cannon where we all meet up yeah all the and, and, and not expect to be noticed I mean come on dude speaking of seeing people I saw uh, Jean Luc Grandpierre so listen here and I you know I should probably tweet him about this but I saw him at Goo Goo not Moo Moo. Because Moo Moo, yeah, Moo Moo Car Wash is an official sponsor of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Wow, John Luke Grandpierre, not an official sponsor. Me and him were vacuuming our cars out right next to each other, and he was at Goo Goo. Did you say anything to him? Uh, I gave him a little head nod. That was about it. it. That was it. I just, I was really hungover, right? And I had no desire to talk to people. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, he's nice little, nice little Range Rover he's got sure. going. But yeah. Uh, yeah, he's. I just, you know. You're not supporting the the cause, there, Jean Luc. You're going to Goo Goo, not Moo Moo. I don't think that he gives a <laughs> shit. <laughs> Probably closer to his house, anyway. Absolutely. It was like the one off North Hamilton by like New Albany, which I'm, I know he lives in New Albany. So. Oh yeah, there's no Moo Moo over there. It's all Goo Goo over there. It's all Goo Goo over there, That's buddy. Right. It's all Goo Goos. It's all Goo Goo over there. Uh, all right. Where are we at? I don't know. You tell me. Next question from Justin Markley at Lil Boomer J. Front of the pod. Now that I've in this front of the pod. Front of the pod. Lil Lil Boomer. He is now. Yeah, because he's met us. Now that I have officially met everyone, I am proud to call myself an official loyal Lil Boomer. Congratulations, Markley. Well deserved. Welcome to the loyal Lil Boomer. Welcome to the club. Good job. Love to hear it. Next question from A. Fiddler, uh, parentheses, quiet ball champ, friend of the pod, and the loyal loyal little boomer. Not the loyalist, but a loyal little boomer because of all the tickets he gives me. Why is hockey called hockey? Um, well, translation was, was lost years ago. Um, it's, it is, I believe it's German. For um, what? Whale's vagina. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yes. So, um... Again, scholars have lost the translation. It's, right, we have no uh, idea. We just do it because you're. We just do it. We just do. But the you know what? Hockey. Let's let's figure it out. Let me. Uh, let's Google it. Why is hockey called hockey? Why is why you're doing that? Hockey. Uh, all of your Bjork Bjork swag called hockey. I already got it. Bjork swag. I'm gonna leave this pic of Shane Wright here. 
Well, we're, I not, we're not Montreal. I think Shane so. Wright is already overrated, but okay. Uh, the name hockey, as the organized game came to be known, has been attributed to the French word hockey, <laughs> which is French for shepherd's stick. Oh. Early hockey games allowed as many as 30 players. Okay, I don't care about that. Um, why was hockey or originally called? Um, I don't know. It might, maybe it's French. That was the first thing that came up on Google. Because a bunch of shepherds found some sticks, sticks in mm-hmm. ice and mm-hmm. did the thing. That's what they did. So now you know more things. Than now you, you know. know. If you don't know, now you know. Now you know. You're welcome. Uh, from Haley at eight. Wait, from Haley H squared season. Wow. At Haley Turnoven, if you could go on vacation during this break with two players, who would it be? Um, based off of what I know, Boone Jenner. I think we one. have the same. Yep. Boone for one, and the other one. Who is the other one going to be? Uh, Vorchek, I think. Uh, Vor- I think feel like Vorchek does have a party. I don't think so. I think Vorchek is like a stay-at-home weird guy I with plants, so. and he's a vegetarian on the off-season. Plants. I bet you he does. I thought about buying a He lives in the woods it. with, like, yeah, he lives in the woods, and nobody knows where yeah, his house fucking is. fucking weirdo, and I feel like he'd be a good time to hang out with. Maybe. For sure, Boone. Um, the I bet you he does weird drugs, not just... <laughs> <laughs> he's on that D- Joe Rogan D. I bet you he's, shit. like, doing shrooms every week. He's microdosing. Probably. I like how he, like, he walks in. Like, you know how, like, all these NHL players have their certain style? Like they have like the suits that they were custom tailored. Vorchek looked looked like he went to like men's warehouse and like picked up a random suit off the clearance rack every time he walks into the arena. That's exactly why I think that he <laughs> lives in the middle of the woods. It's hilarious. Nobody knows where his house is. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's funny, but I, I'm gonna go Boone and Vorchek. Yeah, like Boone is definitely Boone's down to party. Vorchek is weird, so he's got the weird shit like you're saying, and we have a good time. Boone for me for sure. Uh, also based on past experiences vicariously through you. Yes. Uh, and then also, I don't know. Um, maybe Gavrikov? No. Gavrikov has a kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Corpy. Corpy? Corpy. I don't know about that. I bet you Corpy's a good time. He's a weirdo. Yeah. No, he's not. I think he's a little yeah, weird. Yeah, all goalies are weird, yeah. though. Boone. Goalies, I mean, goalies are like closing pitch. Well, like Boone, and, Boone and Gus. Gus? I, don't know I bet you Gus. Gus is like one of those. He's like an old boy that likes to sit back and fucking smoke a cigar and drink some bourbon. And I feel like Gus has the connections. He's like the old guy that like knows everybody. Right. And can like get you whatever you yeah. need. He, can, he knows the back rooms in Vegas. Yeah. I Shit like see that. It. It's always the quiet ones. Yeah. It's always the quiet I ones. I think Gus that, is definitely yeah. be a fun guy. I could, yeah. That, that'd be cool. Um, I, I don't know if there's any wild cards left in there in that situation. Well, it was just two. I, I don't mean, know silly. either. He's 18, so you know he's going to want to fuck a party. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. He just seems so innocent. He does, but they all turn crazy at some point. I guess you're right. I don't know. All right, next question from Norris Clarkley at amclark underscore 325. Uh, who is more at fault for giving up so many goals allowed? Goalies, defense, team play, coaching, or the rebuild? I all mean, of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's I, a, I mean, I feel like we've pretty much talked about that. 
this entire episode, and I feel like it's all all encompassing. But right, I I don't know. I legitimately I think that like when I say defense, I don't mean like the pairings. I mean it's collectively as a right, whole. Right, and I don't Ab- think yeah. I think it gets lost. I I that think I absolutely mean the, it can get lost. The but, forwards yeah. getting the forwards getting back and back checking and also playing defense as part of that. I think it's been the defense and the goal. I mean, the goaltending has not been good. It's those two. It's not been good, but we, uh, yeah, we. But the but the goal scoring, like the four checking and the goal scoring, is there. It's, it's there. right where it should be for yeah. this team, right? I and, mean, and to to what you're saying there, like we saw what happened when Elvis had good defense, like two three years ago. Again, I already I said it earlier in the podcast. Only two years ago, he's only been around for two years. Yeah, he had five shutouts in eight games. Because he had a very good defense in front of him. The team was playing that Tortorella style play. Um, Savard, Gavrikov, yeah, Jones, you had Warinsky. all those guys yeah. there. And thus that Nudavara. makes your, that makes your <laughs> goalie better. You're not you're not hanging him out to dry sixty-two times. Yeah. So I feel like it's a it's a it's a mixture of both. I think Elvis is a good goalie. I think Corpy's a good goalie. Um, I just think that it's it's all encompassing at this particular moment in time, and that's part of the fucking rebuild. So yeah, I mean the yeah. rebuild kind of gets it all. It's yeah, I I don't know. It's it's uh it's Line A's fault. <laughs> just went in doubt. All of it. Line A's fault. It's yeah yeah. Uh, next question from Charlie Go at Couch underscore View One. Name the four future centers for CBJ and what departures we will see at the trade deadline. That's I would have to do research for that. I don't know. Uh, not really expecting talent and return as draft picks, in my opinion. I kind of agree with that. Four future centers. Uh, Roslevic used to be in my. is going to be. Our number one, right? Yeah, and then you got Kent Johnson coming. Boone's there as well. Boone Boone's is there, a good, yeah. Um, possibly Domi. I, I think the top two guys are the two youngest guys coming in, and yeah. that's Kent Johnson, no doubt. Like maybe I don't know. It's it's hard to tell if his I game's going to translate. I just feel like he's another cylinder esque type. Play. Like he's going to come in ready. He has to go. more skill than cylinder. He does, but like I feel like he's going to come in just ready to go. I, it's hard to tell. I, I I would have said Roslovic probably three or four months ago. Yeah. Uh, now I. What a disappointment this year. He's been okay though. Like he's been okay, but like not what we were expecting. Just like I, and compared now to last like, year, like we had we had so much of high expectation for Roslovic this year, and nothing has really panned out. He's he's been okay, like you said, he's been fine. But under Tortorella, Roslovic was like one of our leading point scorers this year. Or last year. Yeah, he was. I don't know. The decline is it's hard to tell. I don't know. I, I feel like <sighs> I don't want to say this in a bad light, but he has that kind of personality where it's like he could be up and down and up and down, season to season even. Like he, he goes into spells where it's months long. I don't I don't know. I don't want to speculate anything. It's just things that I've heard. Uh just that he's kind of all over the place when it comes to his personality, if that makes any sense. Bipolar. Mm. I'm just kidding. Not bipolar, actually. Not bipolar. Yes. All right. Is there any more questions? Uh, we got two more. Okay. Uh, from Berto Carcel at B Carcel. Uh, who do you think is the best knee hockey mini sticks player on the current team? Good. <laughs> knee hockey? Knee hockey. Great question. Uh, shit. Who's the best at knee hockey? I feel like Domi. I was going to say Domi. I feel like it's Domi. He's just... Dopey's into some weird shit, or does a lot of weird shit on social. Not, not to say knee hockey's weird; it's not weird. I feel like, just feel like he's a guy that you know 
I bet I think somebody like I can I don't know, I could see Gavrikov being really good at that. Big guy. Takes up a lot of space, and that's key in knee hockey. Yeah. That takes up a lot of space. Gavrikov probably would be my go to or peak. One of the defensemen. I'm gonna go. I'm sticking with Dahl. You don't have a lot. Of, you don't have to have a lot of stick skill in hockey in knee hockey. You, you just gotta you gotta yeah, take you up just, space. Uh, yeah, for sure. I'm just. I, yeah, I just feel like Domi is the guy. No real reason. All right. Next question. Uh, last question from Edgar Allan Joe. Let me make sure there's not any other questions coming through here before. Uh, from Edgar Allen Joe, I'm going back to the... Oh, we have 12 now? Oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay, I think we... Oh, my God. No, we've got them all. It was 12 to begin with. Uh, who do we trade right now? Uh, from Edgar Allen Joe at the Status Crow. Uh, who do we trade right now, and what do we need most in return? Um, I mean, if... if if you ask me at this, what well, he has asked me at this particular moment, um, I'm going to say we trade. <laughs> as much as I don't want to do it, I think the most appealing person on our team for a trade would be a Max Domi. Um, I think second would be a Roslovic. I think uh, there's been a lot of you know chatter about Roslovic possibly being available on the, for the trade market, um, and then off, obviously, I think Corpy is as a guy that you know if you got if you got a a very competitive team that's looking to make a playoff run. I mean, Corpy is a very re- reliable goaltender that can, you know, step in where he needs to step in and, you know, help out. But I think those are the three guys that are are going to be available mostly uh, during the trade deadline. But um, in terms of what we get back, I mean, we got to get something I, something defensively. I mean, whether it's an offensive defenseman or a def- or, or somebody that's just strictly defense, like I want a big body in there. Like I feel like we're we're outmatched a lot in some aspects, but you're shaking yeah. your head no. If you brought it if I mean I don't see I don't think I don't see any reason to do any sort of trading right now unless you're getting something really good out of it. I mean there's no point in trading Domi. I mean just because he's gonna walk at the end of the year. It, keep him for the rest of the season, let him do what he's gonna do and then let him walk if he's gonna walk. Offer I don't want him to walk. I feel like we can get something for him if we're not going to re-sign him. I like what I see out of him this year. I think he's had a better year this year than he has last year with Torts. Um, but, I mean, yeah, the, we we don't need to set ourselves up for a playoff run because we're, we're not going to the playoffs this year. So that, I understand your point there in the, in, the, in the matter of, like, we don't need to just get rid of players to get rid of players. Um, but I think there are certain things that we can do to, you know, enhance our rebuild – and if, you know, getting rid of a Corpy or a Domi uh, will help that, I think those are probably the two most um, two most players that are most appealing to probably other other markets. Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm getting at. But, yeah, we don't need to do it. Like, there's no need. Like, it's... Domi would probably be attracted to a cup contender, but that's the thing. Like, the only, the only thing that we're going to get out of these guys is, like, late second or third round picks. It's, like, almost not oh, worth yeah. it. Oh, yeah, at this point, yeah, that's probably what's happening. To Unless yeah. you package, like, Domi, Roslovic, and Corpy together to one team, yeah, like Edmonton, and get maybe their first round Who's pick. Who's that Arizona defenseman? Chikrin. I yeah. don't think Chikrin. We, we do not need somebody like that. We do not need another 
smaller will range. The dude is six two and like one ninety or so like two hundred pounds. But it's not like no, it's not for that's like that's like a center size. No, that's the size of most centers nowadays. You want a defenseman that's fucking six foot. At this point, with this team, we need six four, six five, six six, two fifty. Yeah, somebody who's we gonna, need some big bodies. We We're have, small. We have enough man. skill. Or We're so small. Say. Yeah, very small. And it's noticeable against. Very unless you're unless you're gonna get something like memorable or like you know out of these trades, no. I don't see but any like, reason against physical teams. Like it's so noticeable that we just are so outmatched in terms of physicality, and that's. I feel like that's where we lose <laughs> these these games like nine to two and six to nothing is where we're just completely outmatched physic physically, at least. I don't know. Right. That's all I got. That's my thoughts anyways on that. But all right, we're done. We've rambled long enough. Um thanks for listening to episode two hundred little boomers. We love you. We appreciate you. Uh make sure to check out our amazing sponsors. Starting off with Ohio Bank Distillery. Um it's wintertime, you know? It's cold. And what can warm you up? Liquor. That will warm you up. And High Bank distills their own spirits. They just they make whiskey, gin, vodka, rum. They're award-winning. You can buy them at stores locally now. They're top-shelf shit because they're that good. Um, you can also check them out in person over there in Grandview, Ohio, right off of uh, um, right across from the Grandview yard. Highbankco.com for more details. Also, they're always their food menu incredible. Um, I was there a couple weeks ago, packed during lunch. Yeah, this place always popping. Highbankco.com for more details. Check them out. While you're at the High Bank on your laptop doing cool stuff, check on the interwebs. Check out Jennings Java. JenningsJava.com. Jennings they have our we have our own brew there, our own roast uh, called Cannon Powder. Check it out. Um, Best coffee in the city. What that was beautiful. Thank you. That, that was, my was false, actually really good. That was my falsetto. That was voice. your falsetto? Yeah. You it wasn't quite a falsetto, but you nailed it. I don't really know what a falsetto is. It's way higher than that. Oh. It's like <laughs> Ariana Grande screaming. Oh dear. I or like can. Whitney Houston. Nope. Not trying that. Can't do that. My balls dropped about two years ago. So only about two yeah. yeah same. My, I'm still deep, waiting actually. Deep. Jenningsjava.com. Check it out. Cannon powder. Buy our shit. Best coffee in the city. The ca- the coffee guys over there, uh, great guys. Stay Daniel caffeinated. And AJ. Stay caffeinated. Great guys. Uh, yeah. Also, shoutpiratory uh, dot com. We're gonna be adding our beanie back by popular demand. Apparently, by well, one person telling us. Okay. Danny and Danny. That's fine. We will add it back for Danny. Um, yeah. Shoutpiratory dot com. Buy our merch. Wear us on your body. Much like Dwight Schrute when he cut off the head of that dummy in that one episode and then put it on his body and put it on the his face. Head. He cut off the face. He put it. Yeah, he, he, that's what is that what I said? He wore the head. He wore the face. He yeah, wore his, yeah. its face. Much like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Very similar. Yes, very, very much so. But uh, shopyardtory.com. Thanks, little boomers, for listening to episode two hundred. We love you. We will see you next week. Hopefully with a full house. But I feel like me and Kyle just kill it every time by ourselves either way. So I mean, we'll see what happens. And we'll see what happens. All right, bye. Later. Uh, Spay and neuter your warning skis. Source?
up, little boomers? Welcome into the podcast, episode 200. 200, baby. 200. Where is Lauren? Uh, we are all the way over there. Nobody knows where anybody's at right now. We are at Crooked Cam Brewing. There's Warren. Warren, come here. Come over here. Warren's eating pizza and drinking our Raging Boomer. Warren, this is our 200th episode. What do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. Uh, we are at Crooked Cam Brewing in Hilliard, Ohio. We have just dropped our very own beer, Raging Boomer, and it is fantastic. And I'm not going to explain it because I'm bad at that, because we have a master. Some might say a brewmaster here on the podcast. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast, Mr. Zach Knoll. Hey, welcome. He is yeah. the brewmaster here Woo! at Crooked Cannon here at Ohio. Zach, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's, a, it's our pleasure to have you, and we appreciate your amazingness with this beer. Um, so first of all, our, good description. I think our, our biggest question is, Warren, you brought you are the one that wanted to ask this question first. Yeah. You And, and the show flow. Oh, yeah. I think it's pretty important just to find out who you are as a person, Zach. And that is, do you like beer? Uh, as a matter of fact, I do. Oh, thank God. Um, although that is not a given in the industry. There, <laughs> I mean, there, yeah. there are people that work at breweries that uh, do not drink. So It's like the those that do, do those that can't coach kind of thing. Exactly. Right? Exactly. No, that's right? no, that's that's a quote. That's a <laughs> yes. real quote. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we uh, we decided to collab with, or actually, it was a mutual effort. We did, you know the collaboration kind of just happened, and uh, explain kind of the beer and like what it is, and you know why people should come and drink it. Absolutely. So uh, yeah. So as we as we talked back and forth, we kind of decided uh, on doing a a blueberry beer. Um, we kind of went back and forth on uh, if we just wanted to do a straightforward wheat beer, if we wanted to do like a blueberry IPA. Um, so we kind of ended up settling somewhere in the middle, and I think it's just very fitting to Boomer in general. Absolutely. Um, yeah, what we forgot to mention, the name is Raging Boomer. Raging Boomer. Raging Boomer. Raging Boomer. Raging Boomer. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Rose off the tongue. Um, but... Uh, so it's it's essentially a beer with with some layers to it. Yeah. I mean, and you look at, at at Boomer, and you know, he's a very sweet looking guy. He's got he he's got the mustache. He's like uh-huh. got a smile on his face. Big he's old smile. Easily approachable. Yeah. So, and that's essentially what we got with this beer. Is we got a blueberry wheat beer. Yeah. Uh, you know, everyone loves easy drinking fruit beer. Uh, but then we threw on that extra layer of hops. Yeah. So we uh, we dry hopped with some Southern Cross hops. So what you're saying is it's Boomer's dirty side. Exactly. Yeah. I mean Boomer's a cannon. I mean he's not all yeah. nice. Oh yeah, for no, sure. he's not. He's explosive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so We're, so we had, needed to add some layers to the beer to, yeah. to match the attitude of Boomer. Absolutely. Um, I love it. Yeah. So in the end we ended up Jinx. with this nice blueberry lemon uh, hopped beer. Yeah. Um, that's. Really, really easy to drink. I mean, I oh all, my god, we have I've, all different kinds of people here tonight. It's like yeah. water. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's, it's not I like water. Like, I didn't mean oh, it like I've that. only had like three in the past hour. It's okay. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's yeah. I'd only give it like a nine point five. Definitely a fourth one. Oh, okay, you need no, to relax, it's, sir. It's relax. Whose side are you on? Uh, yeah, no, I'm this, on God's this side. is my it's fourth great. of the night so far. So I'm. It's not even the first intermission. Or, no, it is the first intermission. Yeah. Not even the second. We're not through the first yeah. intermission. Yeah, that's what I meant. We're not to the second period yet. 
Yeah, yeah. I've already had four. You know, you love to see it. But, yeah, so, again, like, if you're listening to this podcast, right now it's available exclusively at Crooked Can in Hilliard, Ohio, uh, Raging Boomer. Check it out. Listen, it's a good-ass beer. It's, it's, it's not overly area, It's dude. not overly hoppy. It's this? a nice, subtle blueberry hint with, the with yeah. you know, the wheat itself. So And this um, center marketplace here over in Hilliard is such a cool spot. I didn't know there was, like, a food court yeah. in here. That's it's badass, so cool. man. Crooked Cannon Hilliard, there's it's a so there's a whole-ass food if you court don't in like here. you beer, no. you're dumb. Yeah. But there's also meatballs and dumplings. <laughs> and dumplings. <laughs> and, and pizza. pizza. And yeah. we're going to have a burger place here that's oh going to be opening, God. hopefully, in hot March. Hot mess. Is that what it is? Hot mess? mess? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah cheesecake. Yeah. You got cookies. During the day, oh we got coffee. God. You got Green Mediterranean dog. food. You got tacos. Can I just move in? Can we make? Can we just make an upstairs apartment and I'll, we'll just move in here? Hey, I mean, I got a ladder to the roof back there. Yeah, I mean, we go. could we could build some kind of nice thing up there. Absolutely, pitch a, pitch I'm in. Tent. I'm yeah. down. Whatever, yeah. we're down for it. All the hood vents vent up there, so you can just smell the food. All That's there. right. Oh God. And the hops and like the the, the barley and the and the and the malt. Absolutely. All of it. All right, let's switch to hockey real quick. Uh, we, can, we are here yes. uh, watch party at Crooked Cannon Hilliard. Uh, we are watching the Pittsburgh versus Blue Jackets game. It is in Nationwide Arena. Should we talk about the game yesterday? Should we all? Maybe. But we're going to talk about the game right now. It's 2-2 oh, this after happened. the first period. What was the game yesterday? Oh, Philly. Let's talk about that <laughs> what game. What was the yeah. game yesterday? That was a blur for me. Last night is a blur. That happened. Uh, yeah. So we Two won one. the game. Not a great game, but we somehow won it. So We yeah. had less shots on goal I and mean, won the game. That doesn't happen often Pete. for us. Andrew Peak on the up. first pairing. I've been Peak dropped up to or jumped up to the first pairing. I've been talking him up all season. Five minutes. Yes. He looked good. Yeah. He's been right. I will say I was waiting on Cam Atkinson to score like the game winner. <laughs> Me too. Uh, to the be one honest. That's high <laughs> all the above. Kyle is like, yeah. you're leaving him open. <laughs> oh yeah. It is a. This is the second time this season that Philly has lost ten games in a row. For those of you keeping this track at season? home, this season. That is wild. I couldn't believe that when I saw it. That is a that's, wild stat. Listen, uh, Philly is worse than the Blue Jackets, and that's saying something. Well, it's not. Be, no, the Jackets are 18, 18, and 1. That is a solid team. It's a, it's they, a mediocre team. Do we have our problems? Yes. Are we young? Yes. Are we inexperienced? Yes. Are we, are we going to have some growing pains in the next couple of years? Yes. Do we but, not know who our goalie is? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but we are 18, 18, and 1 in a rebuild. I will take that any day of the week. Look at Montreal. Montreal is the Western Conference champs last year. Oh, my God. Dead last right now. The worst team in the league. Dead They're last. so bad. It's and really weird. I will team. take where we're at right now, the rebuild, any day of the week, and I'm happy where we're at and where we've gone. Anyways. And today's game. So, yes. Yeah, so, last night, good. Good outcome. Uh, not good for the draft position that's coming up. <laughs> we got to stop winning so many games. Uh, chill. <laughs> Just relax, guys. Relax. Right? I'm glad they beat Philly, though, because of the Cam Voracek thing. Oh, yeah. That Good had game to, to win. Yes, yeah. that had to happen. Yep. Uh, and then tonight's game, 2-2 right now. They gave up a goal with 28 seconds left in the first yeah, period. It was a response goal. Not great. Minute. And they do. It's, how many times this season have the they given up a goal storm. with 30 seconds left in the game? Yep. It's unbelievable. Yep. Leading the league. They have to be leading the league. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, have to. It's literally, it's, that's what we do. We score a goal, we give up a goal. It's just. That's why we're it's so here. hopeless as Blue Jackets fans because as soon as we score, we know they're going to get scored on again. It just immediately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's always like, oh, I'm sick of it. 
God, I've had too many. Uh, raging Boomer makes you raging. I just realized I'm that. I am, I'm enraged. I am enraged. Damn I am infuriated. I am engorged and enraged. I can't wait to drink another one. <laughs> Sorry. But it's a damn good uh, beer. Yeah. It's a damn good beer. All right, little boomers. Um, this is the end of the first intermission well, we don't really need to segment. Sign off. We can just kind of be like, well. This is the end of the first intermission up. segment. Yeah. We don't do this very often, but yeah. I like this idea that we're doing right now. I do, too. Uh, uh, yeah, so, so we will see you at the second intermission, or he, you'll hear us at the second yeah. intermission. At some point, you'll hear us again. Put in some music. I'll put in posts and posts. <laughs> post it. You're going to